0: Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between.
1: Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hi, Mary B. Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Oh, wait. Karma Karma is is a guy and the chief coming straight home to me. Just want to say this is a beautiful day because we were born in Kansas City, and most of our lives it was Tigerless being yes. a Chiefs fan. Yes, and then of course we got Patrick Mahomes, and that was very very
0: exciting. One two
1: Super Bowls. One, two uh, Super Bowls
0: fine? Whatever. First one was good. Second one was like yeah, whatever. Been here, done that.
1: But, but now the world said, hold on, hold on, Kate and Mary B, that's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is going to start dating. Your star player. Yes. And sing, Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. Queen. I just am unwell in the best way and obsessed with the video of her running to kiss him. Also, did you see in the video when Travis Kelsey,
0: like, hears her sing that, her dad? Yeah. He was like, oh my god. That was so cute. Because he gives me like a special friend, Dad vibe. like mm. our dad would always call Spencer my special friend, my special friend until we got engaged. He's like, "This is Kate's friend, or is this Kate's special friend? <laughs> and like, I really think that Taylor Swift's dad is like that too. He's a special friend. Like I think he's like, oh, this is Taylor's special friend. But I think Travis, he's like, this is this is Taylor's husband. Like yeah. I really think so.
1: I think he's perfect for her. I'm so here for it, 100%. And I just I just shared this with Kate, but I wanted to share it also with the listeners, is I wonder just if anyone else had the same collective experience of femininity, where I was at a pregame with a ton of my girlfriends last night, and I went to the bathroom, you know, scrolling through Instagram, as one does, mm. and I saw it, and I was the first person to see it, because I think it had like, just hit... The internet and I come out and I was like everybody look at this video I saw and I showed it to my friends and it was the one of her kissing Travis and when (laughs) it was like 10 girls like crowded around my phone everyone was like "Ah!" Like, oh my god I love being a woman I love being a woman and then and then it came out with like karma on the chiefs and that was just we immediately put on karma and all sing the lyric. It was just a beautiful, beautiful moment. So, yes. yeah, just riding a high. And I texted. And then I have some of my other friends who live across the country texted. in our group and was like, did anyone see the karma on the Chiefs? And I said, I've never been so proud to be from Kansas City. And one of yes. my friends texted, I've never been more jealous. <laughs> I was like, you're all Kansas City and it's by proxy. Yeah, we'll, we'll adopt you all. Yeah. So we are just on a high. Mm-hmm. Go Chiefs baby. Yes. And I'm just absolutely foaming at the mouth for the next album because what if she like sings about the Chiefs in Kansas City? Do you think
0: Travis feels like extra pressure to be good now or do you at think football? Yeah.
1: I feel like he actually has a pretty big ego, so I don't know. Yeah, this is true. Which is good, though, because she needs someone who's secure enough to... Yeah, because, like, her success, like, he will never be as successful as her. Mm-hmm. And I love that. But I think it also works because they're in different crafts. So it, there's no competition. Like, I don't, he's not trying to be a singer or an actor. And she will never be, like, a sports star. So they're in completely totally. different arenas. So it's not necessarily like they're competing, but... In terms of success, like, her success makes his, like, success monetarily look like peas and carrots compared yeah. to, to her. But still, like, he's also, like, really, really well-known in the space for yeah. being, like, an amazing player. So yeah.
0: He can handle the pop-
1: newfound popularity or extra popularity. Yeah. It's just, I feel like this is maybe... Everybody, I'm sure, has heard this, talked about it, but... All of her exes have been tentative about being around her, like, walking a red carpet with her, really celebrating her success publicly, and Travis just is not that way. Like, he, I'm sure, will walk red carpets with her, will, has has publicly said how amazing she is, like, how proud and happy he is that he gets to be with her. Like, that is something I don't know if I've seen her ever have, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like he's the one, and if he's not, then... I'm just gonna be so so sad. It's fine. We'll accept it and we'll deal with it, but yeah. we will go through a mourning period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. But anyway, let's just enjoy it as it is. Yeah. I mean, there's no, you know, the beautiful times we must enjoy. Exactly. So anyway, going back though, how are you doing today, Kate? I'm doing great. It is a gorgeous, yet yeah, uh, a
0: little too chilly. It is chilly. Chilly day for me. But had a just a lazy weekend, which was nice, and a busy week ahead. So I worked t- two days last week, which is a lot for me. So usually I work two days in a month.
1: So to work two days in a week is mm. is that your two days for me. the month? Or? No,
0: they were just like short this week. So they asked me to come mm-hmm. in. One of the days was like my shifts, and then the second day was they asked me to come in because they were short. Mm. I'm working again this week, mm. but it's all right. Making that money, honey. Making that money, providing for the fam. Mm-hmm. You know, making Someone's sure a dictator has food to eat.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: that's that nice. on that. Uh, what about you? I've had a busy. You've had a busy,
1: busy week. You want to tell us all about it? Some exciting places, some exciting things. <sighs> In this week, I have been to New Orleans and Los Angeles and back to New York, and it was quite exhausting. Mm quite exhausting all for work so even more exhausting because of that fact because you have to be so on but i'm so so happy to be in new york i could kiss the ground when i returned even though i was only gone for four days but yeah that it was exhausting just some work things and happy to be back in new york it was so fun last week watching the marathon so this is kind of funny Kate and I had completely opposite reactions to watching the marathon last Sunday. Oh, yeah. I texted in our group chat with Elena, and I said, wow, I'm so inspired. I really want to do the marathon next year. How cool is this? And Kate says, wow, I literally had the exact opposite reaction. I
0: was like, (laughs) I do not want to do this. This does not seem enjoyable. I really don't get the hype. Like, I'm so proud of everybody, but like, I, I think I would... Like, if I were to do it, I would leave, like, mm, no. That's just just too much of a time commitment for
1: me. I just love... So, I also love doing halves. Like, I love the training. I love the discipline. I love getting stronger. And then I also am just, like, a sucker for all that that cheering.
0: Mm, You love the applause,
1: the applause, the the applause. applause. That's... I was noticing because, again, like, I've done quite a few halves. And usually there's only, like, a few spectators... And then, like, a ton of people at the end. and But for the New York City Marathon, almost the entire route is lined with spectators. Yeah. I cannot even imagine doing a race like that. It would be so invigorating. Because the spectators really do give you an extra pep in yourself. step. so
0: true. Because when I did my 10K, there were literally no spectators. And I was like, oh,
1: this is so sad. Yeah, it's like... And I've heard that there's a, some portions of the New York City Marathon that are on bridges, and so there are no spectators. And yeah. And people say that that's some of the hardest part of the race. Yes. Yeah. Just like because the, it's dead.
0: Queensborough Bridge, I think, is it that they have to run over? Yeah. Or maybe, is it the 57th Street Bridge? I don't know. There's, like, one bridge where it's, like, cold, windy, but then you come over and you're, like, in the city, and you're like, ah,
1: energy, mm-hmm. energy. I feel like once I got into Manhattan, because the route starts on Staten Island and you run through brooklyn and then queens and then you hop into manhattan i feel like once i would get into manhattan i'd be like just chilling spurt spurt, spurt yeah. of energy because i think that's also about halfway when you get into manhattan so that would also feel good yes but anyway did we
0: record before the marathon yes so shout out i don't know if she's the happiest girl but shout out our cousin's wife yes hannah who ran it in three hours and 21 minutes she's like a literal gazelle The best part was like, so she was running it with her husband and then she was like, you're slowing me down. It's like, I got to go. left him in the dust. So she was like, smell ya. And I love that for her because, you know, you can't, can't let a man keep you from achieving your goals. And she was trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon, which is under 330 for women. And she did it. And she did it she did it crushed it so exciting and they raised money for they ran with the cystic fibrosis foundation which is obviously close to our heart because our cousin henry has cystic fibrosis and your girl is also a carrier for the cystic fibrosis gene which
1: maybe needs to get tested for too Mm -hmm. so yep i think it's like a 50 50 chance or something like that yeah there is a 50 50 chance that i have that i'm also a carrier yeah Either you are or you aren't, so that'd be fifty-fifty. Well, I don't know like what the science is behind that, like the genetic <laughs> passing down.
0: Yeah, we would have to do like a Punnett square. Yeah. Tommy is not. That's nice. So I doubt Meyer is. I wonder if it's a Maybe woman man thing.
1: Yeah, because Aunt Nancy is. So but Dad is. So yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway,
1: so um, yeah, I guess while we're on that topic, I also need to shout out Shannon. Who is the happiest girl, Shannon? Congratulations!
0: When she came over the other day, like I almost called her Shanlin. (laughs) She's gonna die when
1: she hears that.
0: No, her name is Shannon.
1: Shanlin Reads. That's her Instagram follow-up. Yeah, follow her her book account. Yes, but it's so funny. Her, it's like, I don't even know. Like it's, that's. I mean, that's her handle, Shanlin. I sometimes call her Shanlin, but anyway just a fun fun nickname but it blows well she um yeah also babysits dictator just Mm -hmm. a wonderful woman a blessing in our lives and she worked her booty off to train for this marathon and I saw it firsthand because we would go on all these beach trips and Shannon would be like yeah I gotta actually run 10 miles tomorrow on our beach trip I was like whoa yeah that's what I'm talking about like I don't just could that's just too long for me like I like a four or five mile run and then I'm good it is a big time commitment, especially when you get up there. Like, 10 miles, I would say, isn't even that much of a time commitment. It would be, like, the 15, 16. That's a long run. You know, I was reading this news article. On TikTok? <laughs> we all know what that means.
0: <laughs> Where it was talking about how there's a little bit of weaponized incompetence when, when dads sign up for, like, big races, like, marathon. I don't know. It's not weaponized incompetence, but, like, marathons, Ironmans, triathlons, whatever, because they are rarely usually talking to their partner, being like, how does this make you feel? I'm going to be weighed even more now. You're going to have to pick up even more of the load. Mm. Like, it just gives you a newfound respect for our mom, because our dad did a lot of triathlons and marathons. So true. Which took a lot of training, obviously. Mm -hmm. And... You know, so mom was having to do even more because he was around even less with yeah, work and stuff. that's
1: so true. I didn't even think about that.
0: So if you're a man listening to this, we love our happiest men. Mm-hmm. And just remember when you have a wife and kids one day and you want to sign up for something like that, make sure you take that into consideration. Because yeah. the other day Spencer came home and he was like, I really want to train for an Ironman. And I was like, mm, no.
1: With what time?
0: Yeah, it's like you barely see your child and you you know because you're working so hard yeah. like training for an Ironman man that's a huge time commitment
1: i think he'd want to do the marathon with me that's a little less than he an doesn't Well, like
0: he doesn't really like long distance running that's oh. like the other thing i don't get
1: well an iron man is a marathon that's what i'm saying but I just said, like, because it would be, like, just the marathon as opposed to marathon swim and bike. Right. I know. You know, I just. He could do a half a marathon, half Ironman. That's much more doable. It's a half marathon. I think everything Yeah, but I think now. I would just be mad if he was, like, I'm going to go run for 10 miles mm. on a Saturday. I'd be, like. You know what he would have to do?
0: Give me equal time. Which he Well, does. I was going to say, <laughs> stop playing golf. Yeah, he'd
1: have to stop you playing to golf, trade it. for sure. You say that to him. If you stop play- if you trade that for golf. Yeah. Then he could do it. Yes exactly <sighs> yeah well another thing I need to do while I'm still young and childless run a marathon because I go. think I'd like to do one in my life and then maybe never again yeah you should do the original marathon in Greece I know I was a I know we were thinking about doing that originally but I just think that the New York Marathon would be so much more fun okay well I support you plus dad said that the original one in Greece is super hilly yeah and that sounds awful Viserable. what would your what would your foundation be that you your charity it would be minds matter I think oh. which is like are you enjoying your minds matter I'm really enjoying it it's been so fulfilling I actually didn't go this weekend because it's Veterans Day so shout out to all of our veterans yes. thank you for your service I actually
0: work with a girl who was in the Navy so shout, shout out, out to, her. to her
1: yeah amazing we are so thankful to you and all your the sacrifices you make yes. for us and our safety and happiness in this country. Um, and also because of the celebration, I did not have eyes matter, but, um, I, am going to try to get a bib through them. But dad was also saying that he could maybe get me a bib through something that like he has a connection. Cause I was, cause, oh wait, this is something I need to update everyone on. Anyone oh, no, who's been following now? us knows our obsession With Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you left this part out. And so, as I said, I was in L.A. this last week, in the second half of the week, and our hotel was in Beverly Hills. And I'm looking up just out of curiosity, where is Sir in relation Mm -hmm. to my hotel? It was like a five-minute drive, and luckily my dad, our dad, was in L.A. at the same time as me for work, just happenstance. So we last minute got drinks, and he asked if I wanted to do happy hour, and I said sure. And then I was like, he said, I'll, I'll just meet you at your hotel. And then I was like, wait. Can we meet here? I just sent him the link to Sir. And he obviously had no idea the he cultural had,
0: significance of this moment. Oh
1: my God, it was the funniest moment. He was like, I think he was like happy for me. He was like, walk around, take videos, take pictures. Like, he was like, do you want me to get pictures? He was like, doing a full photo shoot. I was like, yeah. He was like, I like posed in front of the Sir sign and he was like, you should hold the goat cheese balls. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> He's totally like creative <laughs> directing this whole moment. Real. I know it was so funny just because he just could not, I mean, I descri- I explained everything to him so he could obviously sympathize with like, it's a TV show that I watch that takes place here. He could sympathize with that, but he just was like, he was like, so who started filming? Like, how did it begin? I was like. Okay, he, like, I think in just his mind it was, doesn't like, understand reality. did TV? someone just pick up a camera and start yeah. videotaping? taping? And so I explained about Lisa Vanderpump and everything, but it was so surreal being there. I didn't see anyone I recognized, but it was BravoCod. But, like, and I knew it was a big restaurant, but it was so big, and there were so many different rooms, and I was, like, clocking as I, like, walked around, like, different places I know it's like the bathroom where Stassi used to hide little mini mm. bottles of wine, like the back where they had so many conversations in the kitchen near the monitors, like the bar where they always take the pictures, mm-hmm. like the sir thing. It was just so so funny to actually step foot in. It was kind of surreal. So I also did that this week and it was so that was the highlight of my week, I think. I mean my week, my work week. That was Yeah the no that's a good week. highlight. So anyway, yeah, I buried the lead there. Sexy, unique restaurant, sir. Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Sexy, unique restaurant. Well, it was. I love that quote from Lisa Vanderpump. She's like, what was her, what's her other one called? It's like, um, she has another restaurant that I actually don't know if it's. Filabonka? Filabonka. She's like, Filabonka is where you take your wife. Sir is where you take your mistress. Oh, Yeah. I also had one of those moments where I was just in LA and everyone around me was so eclectic looking and Mm -hmm. I walked in and I was like, Oh, I'm looking for like a man. I think he's already here. I was like, this host probably thinks that this is like my sugar daddy, daddy.
0: (laughs) but glucose
1: guardian. Yeah. But just my dad. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. And it was just so silly being there with dad who just simply, he's just understand. like a Midwestern dad did not understand. But yeah, it was hilarious. I got some really funny pictures. That's amazing. So anyway, yeah. And how were the cheese balls? The cheese bars were so good. But they also were like 20 bucks. For three. Like, they yeah. They I think for four. They know their market. They are charged upcharge those for sure. They weren't even on the menu. I just looked at the waiter and I was like, Can I have the goat cheese balls? He's like, Absolutely. I had mean, King off the menu. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was really, really that was fun. Oh, I also had like their strawberry drink that's like made with real strawberries like there's definitely episodes of them blending the, the strawberries. The No the Pumptini wasn't on the menu I, I didn't know. see that but it was really good it was legitimately like real strawberries in the drink I thought it was so good so all good yeah, yeah that was fun anything else fun oh wait before we move on though I gotta shout out all the marathon runners I know Emily, Sarah, Pat definitely is not a happiest girl, but Pat, still shout-out to mm. you. His girlfriend, I think, might be a happiest girl. Shout-out to her. Shout-out to her. She's a great spectator. We spectated together. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Kaylee, congrats. Um, and we already shouted out Hannah and Bobby. But, yeah. yeah congrats to all the marathon runners. Mm-hmm. Crushed it. So proud. Truly amazing. Uh, anyway, so... Wait, anything else you want to talk about? No, that's all. So I was thinking for today's episode, I just sprung this on Kate. What if we talked about the ways that we like to communicate in relationships? Okay. Because I know that you have some specific ways that you like to keep communication alive and healthy in your marriage. So I think that could be a positive one because... I feel like I've had like a situation recently where it just was like communication just saved the day. As Drake says. Do you know what I'm gonna say? What? They say communication save relations. Oh I don't know that one. Oh yeah, it's a Drake leader. Yeah. Uh it's legitimate because okay. I know it. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll believe you. We though your you work. definitely no, I I know. Okay. But anyway, what would you say? I know you like Google Calendar. What do you think are your biggest things? Yes, definitely like a shared calendar is
0: huge because I think that expectation is the root of all heartache. So when you first start dating and like maybe... Wait, unpack that. Expectation is the root of all heartache. So like if you're... That's a sh- quote from Shakespeare. I did not make that up. Mm. I think it's from King King George or something. Was that a Shakespeare play? I don't know. Something like that. King George V maybe. I don't know. Something. something it's from Shakespeare. Mm-hmm she's well read she's educated okay but (laughs) basically you know when you expect when you're expecting something from your partner like for example you spencer and i when we were were dating we would usually only hang out nights where the next day i wasn't working because sleep is precious to me and like working a 13-hour shift on your feet it's just different than working, like, a corporate job. Like, Spencer works hard, but, like, my shift physically is more demanding. Like, let's just be real.
1: for sure, for sure.
0: And so, say I wasn't working the next day, I would just expect that we were going to hang out that night. But, like, sometimes he would have work dinners or he would have dinners with friends, like, stuff like that. Of course, that is totally fine, totally healthy. But sometimes he wouldn't, like, communicate that with me. So, Even though we didn't make plans to hang out that night, I was just expecting that we would. So, obviously, when he was like, oh, I'm going to dinner with blah, 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 like this broker, obviously, then I'm going to be disappointed because we're not hanging out. Yeah, because I just had an expectation that Mm -hmm. wasn't met and it wasn't his fault. So, the beauty of the shared calendar is he can put in his work dinners, work trips, stuff like that. So, like, I know if he's going to be home for dinner or something. Because it could be the same thing. Like, I'm planning on making dinner for both of us because I think he's coming home for dinner. And, but he has a work dinner. And I, he either, he didn't put it on. Like, we have a rule that, like, if it's on the calendar, you can't get mad at the other person, even if they don't mention it. If it's on the calendar, like, you're safe. But, so, like, sometimes I won't check the calendar. And, like, that's just on me. But, like, you know, it, it's, if you're expecting something without any sort of communication about it, you're, like, setting yourself up to, be hurt. Mm, And in a hundred different, you could make that, you could apply that to a hundred different
1: scenarios. So, so what do you think about if you're expecting something from someone like being communicative saying, I expect this from you. And so like, if it doesn't happen, like we need to do something about it.
0: Yeah. That's that. And like, for example, that was happening where I was expecting Spencer to communicate with me when he had plans, but he, like, it It became so many times where he, like, didn't. He was, he forgot, he got busy, blah, blah, blah. And so, therefore, a compromise was the calendar. Mm. So, you just have to be able to work together because you can't expect either of you to be mind readers because, like, the same situation could arise, like, on a Saturday night. You want to go out with your girlfriends, just your girlfriends. He wants you to come out with him and his friends. And so... You're both expecting something of each other. Like, you just have to have a compromise. Mm-hmm. hmm So.
1: Yeah. So that would be your biggest communication tip, shared calendar.
0: Shared calendar. And then also, you just have to be upfront about what you expect.
1: Mm. Like,
0: I would tell Spencer, like,
1: I expect a good morning text and a good night text. Yeah, because then it's also... Every day. <laughs> More fair to them, because then they... You can't expect them to read your mind. Yes, exactly. They can't know what you need until you tell them. And that goes for, I think, all sorts of relationships.
0: Yes. And I think that... I don't like the excuse of, like, oh, I'm a bad texter, whatever. Okay, well, like, hop on a quick FaceTime. 30 seconds. Hey, thinking about you. Walking to the bathroom. Just wanted to say hi. So... You know, there's like little things, but just like Mary B said, you can't expect your partner to be a mind reader. So like if you're needing that kind of attention, which I do, I think most of us do, I think it, that's healthy, you know, you you have to be upfront about that and someone who really cares about you will be more than happy to want to keep you happy and make you feel loved as long as it's like a realistic expectation. Like you can't expect constant stream of texts all day, every day. That's not real. Yeah. Because we bus- we're have we busy. We have lives. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like whenever you can, doing the best you can. But not the excuse of like, oh, I'm just such a bad tech star.
1: What or I don't have time.
0: Work is so busy.
1: What would you say to someone who is like asking for these needs that they feel like they need to be met? And someone is not putting in the work to fulfill them, how would you approach that situation? How would you then go communicate about that situation? I have a quote in my head, but I'm wondering what you're going to say.
0: So if you're telling someone, telling someone, telling someone, and it's not because they don't hear you, it's <gasps> because they don't care. That's
1: the quote I had in my head. No, I oh, hate mine, to breathe bad news. Mine is it's not because they, I was similar, but it's like, like, they're hearing you. They just aren't really listening. Yeah, kind exactly. The same yes,
0: yes. They hear you, but they're not listening, which mm-hmm. is, you know, two completely different things. Active listening is very important. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, your partner should want to make you happy. So, like, how frustrating yeah. to be telling someone that you need this little thing, like a text in the morning
1: or a text good night, and they don't do it. And I think that there is sometimes some misunderstanding. And when people say relationships, like, yes, there should be a level of ease to it. But there, I think when people say, like, wor- it, they should also be work, I think this is some of the work that goes into it, where it might not be your natural inclination to wake up and text your SO, good morning. But if they tell you that that's something that's... Oh, sorry, the microphone just followed me one. Mm. But if they tell you that that's something that is really important to them to feel secure in the relationship, making an effort to do that is part of that work, I think. Yes, absolutely. And
0: when you know, when you tell your partner that something is bothering you and they actually make the change, like nothing feels better and nothing Mm -hmm. makes you, makes me happier like no material good could replace that, so it's just if you if someone is telling and that's you that's a lot for Kate to that's say. That's a lie. You know, that's because that means I my love
1: is
0: <laughs> But like when I tell you something and you immediately change or try to be better, mm-hmm. and like it's I don't expect perfection, right? But, like and
1: perfection is a myth.
0: Yes, but like you, to know that you're trying to put the effort in, or even if you don't. And then acknowledging and saying, hey, I know that you really like when I send you good morning text. I'm sorry I didn't do it today. I was rushing, like, blah, 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 and it just, like, slipped my mind. That acknowledgement
1: that, like, they heard you and they know it means a lot to you is just as good. Mm-hmm. So. so then also what would you say? I'm trying to imagine, like, if people were to write in. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who... Just is feeling insecure about asking for what they need. If you don't,
0: like, if you feel like you're going to scare someone off by asking for what you need, they're not the person for you.
1: Also, though, I think sometimes people are just not good at asking for what they need. That can also be a personal thing.
0: Yes. And I think that we could dive into that and, like, why people are like that. And let me tell you this you are just setting yourself up for a lifetime of sadness Mm. if you're not willing to express your needs from the very beginning because life only gets harder life only gets stressful or more stressful things fall through the cracks even more the older you get so it's so important that you lay a good foundation because it's not fair like you put up with something For three years that you don't like or it's not good enough for you to make you feel like loved Mm. you know you're only going to resent that person and then one day five years from now you're going to be like I need da 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 and they're going to be like whoa you didn't need that before like and it's like no I did I was just like sitting miserable which we don't do that you know we don't you don't you deserve to be happy it's better to be single and not have to worry about that than to be in a relationship where your basic needs are not being met and communication is a basic need, in my opinion.
1: I completely agree, and I think that I've never. I think that we talked about this, but definitely a realization in getting older is that communication is such a green flag. Mm-hmm. I think, and you can even see that early on in dating if someone is a good communicator because they can communicate about: Are they free that night? Or are they not free that night? Like, yes. Do they want to do X, Y, or Z? Like are they interested or they not interested? Are they open about how they are going to express that feeling or are they kind of like a little bit skeevy or not skeevy, but like sketchy, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's, I think you can see that in the beginning. And what else was I going to say? Oh, I think also it's hard to get someone to that person to like, tell you, like, please tell me what you need. I think that there can be like a misconception of oh, I don't want to be critical of how you are. I don't want to, like, tell you that you need to change your behavior, like, tell you what I need so that you can give that. It seems almost like, I think, to some people, like, a burdening on them. But I think if you have a partner who really does care about you, like, that's something that I want to know. Yes. Like, please tell me how I can be better for you so that we can be stronger together. Yes. Because, again, like we said, like, you can't, Read their minds. So, I think also any like loving and I think partner that you would want to have would take that feedback and welcome it as a way that they can be sure that they are giving you what you need in a relationship. So, I don't think if you're feeling it to be like a burden asking for your needs and it's not so much you don't feel like it's imposed by your partner that it's a burden, just remember that I think. From my perspective, again, it's just my opinion. Like if a, a that was a bravo quote. I know. Okay. That's <laughs> you know what what I, I think I was idea. just yelling for no, no reason. Tamor Um, but I think that having a partner who like like I think that that's something that should though sometimes I think it can be definitely hard to hear like how you aren't, but like at the end of the day, it's always better to know so then you can change. Exactly
0: and you know the compliment sandwich works every time when you're trying
1: to get did you see that hannah burner video about that no what did she say oh no it's a little explicit oh if there's any children close your ears but she was like she was on a talk show it was so funny she was like and one of the women was like how do you tell your partner that they're not like fulfilling you sexually Mm. and she was like a compliment sandwich. You say, yes. "I love your hair." Mm-hmm. You have never once pleasured me <laughs> appropriately, and you have the coolest shoes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect compliment sandwich. Gorgeous. Yeah, a compliment sandwich though. In all all honesty, I think can definitely soften the blow.
0: And also, when you're when you feel like you're in a good place to receive critique, which for me is very difficult to receive, <laughs> I will say to Spencer, like, what are some things I can do better in our relationship? Which, like, there's never anything. Mm-hmm. Is that perfect? No, I'm just kidding. And then, like, he'll ask the same thing if he feels like he's in a place to receive, you know, some some criticism. But again, like, it only leads to better things because I think especially women... You are better in all ways. Like, when you will be better for someone, if, like, someone is better for you. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you want to be better when someone is treating you right. In all aspects of your relationship. Emotional, physical, sexual. If you're feeling, like, that baseline emotional love. And, like, they're actively trying to meet your emotional needs like, you're going to be better towards them. So it only works in their favor to fix, you know, to try to give you the small communication that you want. Mm -hmm. So men act like women are hard to please.
1: Like, we're really not. We're Mm -hmm. telling you everything we need. You just have to listen and actually do it. And I think that that's really smart, too, like, filing under communication. I think taking time out of, like, your relationship to do, like, pulse checks. Mm -hmm. Like, something I, like have liked in the past is like what's the rosebud thorn Mm. of our relationship Mm -hmm. right now because i think sometimes it can be like you're just like going happily along your merry way in a relationship and maybe there's something small that no one ever communicated about but they just kind of let it pass Mm -hmm. because it wasn't really that big of a deal at the time but maybe it's lingering a little so then to like have those Pull out moments almost of the relationship and intentionally like talk about what you can be doing better for each other. You know what's going well. What like maybe could change. I think that that another is another piece of where a relationship can be work at times. Yes, absolutely. So, and- especially if you know each other and you know that communication doesn't flow as simply. I think it's important to have those pull out moments.
0: Yeah, okay, definitely, and. If you do have this conversation with your partner, someone that you see a future with, and they are not receptive, you need to take that as a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say a red flag because there could be nothing wrong with this person. But like, if you need something and they're telling you, "I cannot do that," like I've had a boyfriend in the past where I was like, "I need this," and they were like, "I will never be that person." like well I should have should have taken that as a side right. Like, right I should have right. been like oh shoot okay well like we're not compatible this is not gonna work and this is not how I'm gonna live my life for the next 70 years right so which yeah. is why we're not together anymore so you have to make sure you pay attention when when someone tells you who they are and like what they can give you 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 have to believe them you yes. can't think oh well they'll change because rarely Will men, if they are telling you, I can't, will they very rarely one day just decide that they will? And, yeah. like, some do. Some do grow up. But I think majority of the time, especially if you're dealing some- with someone, like, 25 and up, they're not going to change. Especially if they're telling you they're not going to change. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to magically yeah just wake up one
1: day and be different. <sighs> For sure. So. What would you say to someone who asks, like, y- like, what would you do if, like, I'm the only one in the relationship who is, like, instigating these, like, communicative conversations? If, like, he's not doing If you're that. the only
0: one who is wanting your relationship to be better, you're that is exhausting. Mm. That is exhausting to be the only one who wants better for your relationship because that person is relying on you to be doing all the fixing. Mm -hmm. And that is so not fair. You have to both be in it and both want to be better. And I, I think that you can, you have to be willing to, to grow together. And so if, I would almost take it as, like, that person just doesn't care enough mm. to tell you that something needs to change. And then one day they're just going to be like, well, I, I don't want to be with you anymore because of X, Y, Z reasons. And then they never even told you that those X, Y, Z reasons bothered them. Mm. That's so unfair to you. So if that person really doesn't have any problems with you and they're doing everything you need, that's one thing. But, like, if they Is it even
1: possible, though? Like, is it even no. possible? And i I feel like that's, imp- like, that's... I know. I and mean, you don't want someone to be, like, picking for something. Like, you don't right. want to be, like... but is No it, one is perfect. Uh, yeah. Is, yeah. So, know. like, no matter what, you... Because
0: you, you don't want someone that's just going to just, like, take it on the chin all the time. Because one day they'll explode. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's just like if you took it on the chin all the time and someone was always coming at you being like, Okay, can you do this different? Can you do this different? And you were just, like, changing yourself for this person. Mm-hmm. That's exhausting. And it's not... You can't... You can't live that way. And, like, we, we... I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was, like, the last episode or when, whenever, but girls who will try to form themselves to be yeah. what a guy wants, you can keep... You can only keep that up for so long. Before you lose before your mind. enough. And yeah. then it's the same vice versa, where they... Where you... Like, you hear stories of a guy just one day waking up and being like, all right, I'm leaving you. And you're like, what? Right. But it's just because they never... Spoke up and said that something needed to change, mm-hmm. and that's so unfair. And that, so. Then,
1: and I think it's also important. This isn't quite our our topic, but like in the same vein, to help someone feel comfortable, like you have to also be receptive and open to that feedback. Like Absolutely. that's a two way street. Like I think it's there's also some responsibility given situation based where like you a person could maybe not take feedback well mm-hmm. and then that really scares someone away from being like this is what I need so yes. there's a lot of dynamics at play there for yes. sure
0: so you have to be coachable at the end of the day mm-hmm. because nobody is a, a completely perfect match and you should always want your relationship like Spencer and I talk about this all the time like we always want our relationship to to be getting better like we never want it to be stagnant and there's always things you can do to be better in life at your job as a parent like there's always things i can be doing better and so you always have to be willing to listen to feedback and it's a gift yes even though it can be hard and to try to to turn it into something to be better because like how how boring if you're just everyone if every time you went to a performance review they're like just keep doing what you're doing
1: i know it's like what okay well then like (laughs) how do i become like ceo yeah exactly like if you're not telling me how i can be better it's like back to you know sometimes i worry about taylor swift i'm like how could she possibly go up
0: i know but she you know she's just rare she's a rarity in this world yeah you know i'm not i'm not even gonna give her a critique but i
1: could think of one
0: but i'm not gonna say it sometimes her bangs
1: oh i know that's actually a common thing People, not necessarily the bangs, but that is a common, Not necessarily a critique. It's not a critique. Just an it's observation. Just because, it's because
0: she's working so hard out on the stage, blah, blah, blah. It's just impossible for them to stay, like, the way that she probably wants them to yeah. be styled. Because she's literally an athlete out there on the stage, and, you know, she's out in the elements. She can't control the weather. I know. She can't c- control humidity. I know. I am so kind of just love saying, when her hair goes wild. It just makes me feel like she's one of us. Yeah, and she totally is. You can see, like, and, and I was saying this to Spencer when we were talking about, like, her and Travis, whatever. I love how she loves just like any regular girl. Like, she puts her whole heart into it. Like, she doesn't care about oh, being yeah. cringy or, like, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, she is herself no matter what. Like, she hasn't let, as far as we know, because obviously, like, I don't know her personally. Mm-hmm. Like, she just feels like we she do. She doesn't let, like, society and what people say about her bother her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's still going to love with her whole heart. She's still going to be, like, if she... Like, quote-unquote, like, cringy, you know? Like, she's just out there changing her song lyrics, running up and
1: kissing him. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't care what the people have to say. Like, she mm-hmm. is still going to be true to herself. And yeah.
0: Then, I love that her. Uh,
1: have you heard her NYU address? No. What is it? So, it's funny that you said it because she says... And this was a while ago. Like, maybe... It was, like, maybe right after COVID. Like, right when COVID was ending. And it was, like, an outdoor graduation for NYU and she got an honorary degree oh. from like the school of music love that. and she spoke at the commencement address I believe that's what it was and one of the things she said was my advice one of her pieces of advice was embrace the cringe mm, love that. she said in life you will inevitably look back on moments and cringe Mm -hmm. and that's okay (laughs) I love that and I think she's just not afraid of that she's not afraid to be cringy she's not she just embraces who she is and I think it's a lesson and she's not trying to be just like the coolest she's just trying to be herself and I also think it's beautiful how I was thinking about this when I saw the video of her running up to Travis and kissing him we are very much privy, obviously not to everything, but to all of the heartbreak that she has been through in her life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so beautiful that she is still just loving yes. her with her whole heart. That's what
0: I'm saying. Despite yes. all
1: of the ways she's been burned, she's still. She's still out there kissing Travis with reckless abandon. It yes. just makes me so happy to see, like, like it's like your quote that I think you really like, that's like, I am not afraid of the world ending. It's ended many times, and the sun has come up the next yeah, day or something again. like that. Yeah. And, that's, and you know what? She has a song called Begin Again. So. <laughs> there you go. there um, you go. But anyway, so we love that. But, and so now we're back to Taylor Swift. I know, full circle moment. Full circle moment. But I think that... Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about communication for any of our girlies who maybe are trying to increase their communication or need to communicate about something in their relationship? Keep the bar high because someone will need it. Mm-hmm. Communication is so,
0: like... It is the foundation of your relationship. It really yeah. is. Like, if you don't have good
1: communication... Your life will be very difficult. And yes, and I would say for the younger girls, our younger happiest girls who maybe aren't, I think when I was younger, I wasn't even considering being a good communicator Mm -hmm. in my traits of partners because it just, I don't think I had been in a serious enough relationship to realize how important it is. Right. One of my top things I'm looking for is a good communicator. Yes. And men, happiest men, communication is hot. <laughs> yes. Communication is sexy. Yeah. So and keep like, an eye out for that. Yeah.
0: Through life, through, through marriage, through kids, you have to constantly be communicating. Because again, expectation is the root of all heartaches. So... Mm. You have to be communicating with with one another and you have to be communicating your expectations. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So if you take anything away from this, it's don't expect anybody to be a mind reader. Like I could have, I could have not had like so many
1: little arguments if I would have just like
0: communicated
1: instead of expected. Yes, I think that's important, and I'm a big fan of overcommunication. Yes. And I think also just, you know, if I were to give one thing to the world, I feel like I want more people to embrace overcommunication, and when someone overcommunicates with you, just be like, love it, like, you didn't need to tell me that, but thank you. Yes. You know, like, I think you can never have too much. Like even if it feels unnecessary, just clear that air. Just yes. like tell someone like you care about them. And like
0: tone is everything. Mm-mm. Tone is everything. So if you yeah. feel like it's going to come across like in a bad way, don't text it. Mm-hmm. Send it in a voice note, FaceTime them, say it face to face, go on a walk because I think yeah. a lot of it's like a lot of other silly little fights can happen when you text something mm-hmm. and Especially if you're like, I'm like very sensitive in that way. Whereas, like, if Spencer will text me something, I'll be like,
1: Whoa, where did that attitude no, come from? It's like, the, you saw that Have you seen like, that TikTok? What are you talking about? Have you seen that TikTok that's like how I read text messages versus how my boyfriend <laughs> yeah. sends them? It's like, Hey, do you want to hang out tonight? It's like, like yeah whatever and you'd be like yeah whatever where yeah. the guy is like yeah yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah I know but like it's hard sometimes you, if like especially if that's just how your mind works like you can just be like wait what does it mean yes there are also like studies that show in terms of empathy and communication being able to see I think this maybe goes more so when you're having, like, oh, a fight or like making up from a fight or something, or telling someone how that something made them feel. When someone, it's really important for someone to, when you are apologizing or when someone else, when you're trying to express to someone how it hurt them or how they hurt you or how you were feeling remorseful, mm-hmm. for that person to see the emotion behind what you were expressing that is i know from classes i've taken for my work that if you you need to be able to express that emotion in that interaction and that is light years t- goes light years towards someone being like oh my gosh like i can now empathize with you or oh my gosh i see that you are really remorseful and this has affected you so i think it for more serious things like that it is important to be face to face so you can really let someone know that this is something that, you know, you care about deeply.
0: Yes. And it's important to remember that don't let someone tell you how you're supposed to feel. So yeah, you don't get to tell me how I'm supposed to feel. So just remember, if someone is like, I'm sorry if that made you feel that way. Oh, like, my no, God. No, no, no. I'm telling you it did make me feel yeah, that I way. I hate that response. So you can apologize for making me feel that way. You don't get to tell me mm-hmm. how you made me feel. Like, mm-hmm. no. Nar. 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 I wrote that in, like, my chat at work, and someone was like, what is N-A-U-R?
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, someone's not online. <laughs> <sighs> Got to educate these Papal. I'm chewing on those vowels. I'm eating NAR NAR. <laughs> so good. Oh, oh. Well, this has been a fun ep. Get out there and communicate, ladies yes. and gents. Communication the, is sexy. Communication is sexy. I did see it also like one, like a TikTok. Actually, sorry, I read this somewhere that like a like girls say a strategy. For, like, getting these things across to be, like, babe, like, when you don't communicate, I've never been less attracted to you. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> like, though. Like, things like, like that.
0: <laughs> women, if, if men want to be, feel sexually satisfied in their relationship, you gotta be a good communicator. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Because if women do not feel, like, emotionally fulfilled, yeah. which communication is a huge part about being feeling emotionally fulfilled...
1: Or safe. You're not gonna think get it. Sorry. Tari- feel safe in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Not, like, why not-
0: would you? Why would I want to like physically give myself to someone that is not making me feel loved in the way that I'm asking to be loved? Yeah.
1: So, girls, are you hearing need those emotions. Men, we me, me need those emotions. We have about I think like 10% of our listeners are men. Yeah. Are you- well, that's enough. But also, like, I hope the girlies take
0: this and be like, oh, well, that's why I. Maybe this part of my, that part of the physical aspect of my relationship is lacking right now Mm -hmm. is because my partner is not listening. And so then you can take
1: that to them and be like, I'm not feeling. And this is definitely a conversation for another day. But I really do think that, you know, your physical, like aspect of your relationship Can be indicative and vice versa of the health of your relationship, like back and like 100%. Emotionally not connecting, you're not going to physically connect. And sometimes I think 100%. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, I think this was a good episode. Communication is so key. Go out there, communicate, over communicate, don't be embarrassed. If someone makes you feel bad for over communicating, then that's on them. That's on them. Yeah. Right Right away, because.
0: Trust me, like when people talk about how like this just came to my mind since like you know we've we've exited like our first year of life as parents mm. and a lot so many people say that their relationship went through a really rocky time in that first year. Like, did you see that trend on TikTok where it's like from euphoria? Where like the girl in whatever like in the hallway, yeah, and they're like passing each other. Yeah, that makes she's like, this is me and my husband when like our like after having a baby.
1: We want to cry, and that
0: is because those people were not communicating, and they did not communicate their expectations. Mm. So probably like the man wasn't doing that much, and the woman didn't communicate. That she needed him to do more, needed him to do more emotional, like support her but more then, emotionally,
1: support her more physically. But then it's not just the communication, you then need to follow it up with action. Like, yes. You know, it's not they maybe, maybe actually, they did communicate, but then nothing changed. Exactly. So. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's not just the communication, it's what follows it up, I yes, think.
0: Yes, 100%. Actions speak louder than words. So true, bestie. So true.
1: A golden rule.
0: Anyways, uh, what was your, should we do baboos? Yeah, I can't remember what my baboo is. Mm. Was it meditating? No. Was it... Mm. We got to start writing down our baboos. Because <laughs> we People can never be, remember. I know. You know, we're not looking back, we're looking forward. We're
1: looking forward. I think that... I think what my baboo probably was, was to just go easy on myself with all the travel. Oh, work. yeah. Yes, yeah, because yes, yes, I knew I was yeah. coming up. And I think I kind of did that, but um, I, like, didn't really work out or anything while I was away, which kinda stinks, but um I just did my best, you know, and so that's all you can do. is traveling all you can for do. work is very tiring. If anyone does it, they know. Yes.
0: It's impossible to stay on a schedule when Yeah. You have um when it's been like that. Mm-hmm. So I am um, finally out of my luteal phase. and in my, in my follicular phase. So Sle. I literally had like barely worked out like the last three weeks. Which is so unlike me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm finally feeling re-energized. Yes. Wa- I'm wanting... to go to the gym which is like the best way to be like I hate going to the gym when it's like I don't want to be here it's not serving me Mm -hmm. and because I'm not one of those people that's like oh I'll feel better like sometimes I am like sometimes if I just like get started but then like other days I'm like nope nope this is not it for me Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go to the gym after this love and it'll be great is that your baboo like to just work out more yeah my baboo is just to like get back into my routine nice oh I'm back in uber eats jail Mm, so, I haven't I haven't ordered yet, but
1: that's good. So that could be your second Babu. Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, I would say that what I want my Babu to be this week, I don't want to drink this week. Ooh, that's a good one. I think that drinking. I have been not drinking a lot lately, but just like consistently, like traveling for work, mm-hmm. like everyone's always getting happy hour. Yeah, that's hard. And like normally I would be more inclined to say no but then these days are so long and hard I'm like I just want a glass of wine yeah so um I think that I would like to have a sober week you should start making mocktails I should start making mocktails and I also want to try the non-alcoholic wine Mm -hmm. I haven't done that yet but I love the feeling of having glass of wine I love the taste of wine Mm -hmm. but I don't Truly, the least enjoyable thing for me about wine is the, alcohol. the alcoholic effects. Yeah, I hate that part of it. I love everything else about it.
0: Yeah, get so, some
1: non-alcoholic wine. Yeah, so I think that is. I think I'm maybe well best in that. But yeah, I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna say right now, sober week. Love it. So
0: we're in, no overeating and we're not drinking. Mm-hmm. Sounds like two great baboos
1: to me. Love it. All right, guys, have a great week. Yes. Um communicate your little heart out. Listen yes. to your partner, follow up on what they ask. Yes. And yeah, Monday reset. Let's,
0: Let's go. go.